0: Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dr. Heather Moday. Heather, are you ready to do this?
1: Uh, Yeah,
0: let's go. Let's go. Dr. Heather is a physician. She is a leader and a trailblazer. She's spreading the word about functional medicine. She is the CEO of the Moday Center for Functional and Integrative Medicine. Her newest book is The Immunotype Breakthrough. Excited to have you on. Heather, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Well, wow, that's a lot. So uh, (laughs) I'll try to uh, get that into just a couple of minutes. So um, I'm a uh, my history is that I was a conventionally trained doctor. And what I mean by that is I have a medical degree from a traditional medical school, and I sort of went through the traditional training programs. And I, um, I ended up as an allergist. Uh, And in in medicine, when you train as an allergist, it's also immunology. So it's a specialized fellowship. After, internal medicine. So, you know, the beginning of my career, I actually was in sort of a conventional allergy practice um, in Philadelphia, and I worked there for about 10 years. And, you know, it was it was a great first sort of gig for me, I learned a ton. Um, but what I discovered as I was sort of, you know, working there was that I was, I didn't really feel like I was helping people significantly, I was really relying upon pharmaceuticals, I was, you know, sort of was it was a little bit of a, um, you know, revolving door. Um And I also just felt like I wasn't learning a lot. Um, I wasn't really applying a lot of what I thought I should be applying as a physician. And I also realized that, you know, maybe I just didn't have a completely full toolbox when it came to, you know, why people get sick, how we get sick, um, what we can really do to change the trajectory of our health and wellness. And so, you know, I started getting really curious and I uh, poked around and I, I did a fellowship in integrative medicine. Um, at the University of Arizona, and then went on to do training in what's called functional medicine, which a lot of people may not be familiar with, but it's, it's really, we like to call it root cause medicine. We, we, we really look at people holistically, but we use a lot of biochemical types of testing. We look at the microbiome, we look at hormones, uh, nutrition, stress levels, et cetera, to really understand why an individual might be not doing well or having certain symptoms or, or, or getting sick. And And then we tweak those things. We really work uh, from, you know, sort of the bottom up and try to help people get to a place of better health. So, you know, uh, that's sort of what I fell in love with and realized that I needed to um, create a space for myself to do that on my own, that it didn't really fit into the paradigm I was working in. So I I jumped ship and I started my own practice um, back in, gosh, 2014, I think, 2015, and um, you know it's gone through several permutations. I recently relocated to Virginia, um, and uh, I do see patients in several states. Um, we have some online programs also for for clients too. But I I, I work primarily virtually now, um, helping people, um, you know, get better. And you know because of my interest in immunology um, and the immune system. I wrote a book uh, during the COVID pandemic, and it's not about COVID, uh, but it's about uh, it's about our personalized immune systems and how we can uh, really do a lot to to balance them and make them healthier.
0: Nice. You strike me as if you want something done, give it to a busy person kind of a kind of a person, Heather.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, I like to <laughs> stay productive. Um, <laughs> I love my downtime too. I'm. I'm very introverted, so. I, um, my idea of, a, of a, a good time is sitting at home on the couch reading a book.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, I appreciate that. So very cool. I, I, I certainly can empathize and sort of identify with your journey, even though um, I know nothing of medicine, but feeling like you're not really helping to your full extent, like, like you mm-hmm. don't have a full toolkit to, your, to, to, to yeah. use the words that you used. And then really wanting to do this root cause medicine that certainly really resonates with me. And you mentioned a personalized immune system. Tell me more about
1: that. Yeah. So, you know, the idea behind the book, which is called The Immunotype Breakthrough, is that, you know, I was getting a lot of questions just over the years of people coming in saying, well, you know, do I need to boost my immune system? Is my immune system weak? Why do I have an autoimmune disease? Why do I always get sick? Why, you know, So, I'm inflamed. Why am I inflamed? Like, what's going on? And, you know, really, I started getting curious myself and started digging around and sort of going back to the books a little bit, reading more about uh, more recent, you know, research in immunology and um, getting a sense of, you know, our immune system is not this black and white, sort of like it's on, it's off, right? And it changes every day. Um, What we do in our lives, the the decisions we make, the behaviors we have, uh, how we carry on, what we eat, actually really changes and shapes our immune system from the time we're children until you know we die, right? And there's a lot that we can do to balance our immune system. It's not always about boosting it, right? So some people actually have a very overzealous immune system that might be attacking their own tissues and might be chronically inflamed, and for those people, we really we sort of want to redirect it. We want to calm things down. We want to strengthen it in certain areas. So I really just started getting into understanding why, you know, what we can do uh, on a, I guess, really on a cellular level, um, what we can do every day to sort of balance our immune system.
0: Interesting, right? That, that our immune system could be super overzealous and it could just be running roughshod over systems that it ought not be. Mm-hmm. And then obviously when it's not working the way that we want it to be then it's not fighting the bad things in our body
1: Exactly, um,
0: and that certainly makes sense why would i think that it was just a binary off or on kind of a thing um all right so i'm guessing that that our our american lifestyle is not serving our immune systems
1: oh <laughs> uh, no unfortunately not at all it's um you know and there's so many st- statistics to this right we Um, We're an extremely advanced, wealthy, industrialized country. And yes, we might do better than certain, you know, third world countries in terms of, you know, child mortality and et cetera, but, um, and we live a long time. However, we live relatively poorly, we live with chronic disease, Um, we have a lot, uh, we have much higher incidences of certain diseases like Alzheimer's disease, um, obesity, obviously we're, you know, we're in the forefront there. So despite all this great stuff that we have and, and the wealth we have uh, and the access to care, um, we're not doing so great. We're actually sort of, we're not where we should be. We are not in the, uh, the top of the, uh, the charts for uh, you know, in, in wellness and health.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I guess not a surprise Maybe it's an indictment on human nature that are, that doesn't necessarily matter, though. It's kind of like here here we are, or maybe that does matter. What's 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 the way forward, Heather?
1: Yeah, so I think people need to think at least. I know I know a lot of people do think. Oh, I want to take care of myself. I do want to live a long time. I do want to live well. But it's you know, there's one thing about saying that, and then another thing about actually putting things into action. And part of that is information gathering and understanding what you should do. And that's you know, that's what my role is. Um, is really trying to give people tools and information that is based in science and reality. Um, and then, you know, encouraging people to find people in their life for accountability and, and understanding that the decisions, you know, pretty much that we make every single day of our lives is going to shape um, what our elder years look like, right? So nobody gets cancer overnight. Nobody gets Alzheimer's disease overnight. None, none of these things happen overnight. And none of them necessarily happen because of our genes. That's another thing is a lot of people think like, oh, you know, my parents had diabetes, you know, know, et cetera, et cetera, I'm gonna get diabetes. And that's just really not true. And we know that, we know that um, you can change how your, you can't change your genes, but you can change how your genes express themselves. Uh, And that is 100% due to our environment.
0: I would think that that would be really empowering just hearing that is, is encouraging. I think that we probably all have in our family tree some kind of bad thing that's happened at some point to somebody. And the thought of I'm, I'm, I'm screwed is not a good one, but that I can change how my genes express themselves is, 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 is good news.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, part of it is, you know, some people are very motivated and some people want to have a scapegoat and unfortunately that's, that's um, people have to come to that conclusion on, on their own. Like, do I really want to let, you know, things just pull me along the tides or am I going to take an active stance to make my future better than, than either my parents or what I'm doing right now today? Um, What do I want for myself? And so, I mean, you can, you can probably relate to that um and you know but it it sometimes takes a little hard work and it does take a little persistence and dedication
0: yeah well that's that's is i mean how do you think about education versus will willingness to to make those difficult choices and not to make those difficult choices once it's making the difficult choices every day
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so you know i i always I always go back to that thought of like, what's your why? You know, that's, that's a question for a lot of people's goals. Like, why do you want to do something? And you have to have a really good why. You know, it's sort of like when someone wants to lose weight, right? And and most of the time, things like, oh, I want to look good on bathing suit, it's not going to hold up because, you know, over time, the cheesecake just looks too good. So, you know, you have to think like, what are my really deep whys? Like, why do I want to take better care of myself? Why do I want to you know, live longer and healthier. And it might be, you know, things like I want to, I want to play with my grandchildren, or I don't want to be a burden to my children. Um, You know, I don't want to end up in a wheelchair nursing home, you know, lonely at, you know, 80, when I know I could, you know, I could probably prevent that from happening most likely. So, you know, I think it's like really digging into that, and then reminding yourself of that on a daily basis, and whatever it takes to remind yourself of that. Um, You just got to do it, you know,
0: yeah, I think that that's well said. And probably thoughts that, that, that we don't like to commonly have or to think about myself as, as an older person. But how how do I want to be when I'm older? Yeah. Do I want to just be right. sitting there with my mouth open on the couch with nothing to say to anybody. And my grandkids kind of pat me on the head and say, oh, there's Grandpa George. Well, no, I'm not interested in that. I want to be intellectually and mentally Mm-hmm. strong and I want to physically be as active as I possibly can and so based on that then I have choices that I make today.
1: Right because we all think you know when you're 20 you always think like oh well when I'm 50 that's old right but when you're 50 you're like uh no actually I feel like I feel <laughs> like I'm I'm like a 16 year old caught in a 50 year old's body and I want to get so much done in my life. So you know it's never too it's never too early and it's never too late right. <laughs>
0: What are, are, there certain like kind of pillars that you think about or talk about?
1: Yeah. So in the book, I focus on a couple of different pillars. I mean, there's four different sort of what I call immunotypes, which is, um, you know, uh, I think very interesting for people to read about. And I would recommend that they do that. But, you know, the things that I think we focus on in functional medicine, uh, and I would say really for anybody, are your sleep, which is really primary. <laughs> it's like- you know, you can go without eating for weeks, uh, drinking for days. Uh, You can't go without sleep for usually more than, you know, 72 hours. It actually will, you'll die. Um, Sleep is paramount. um, And we're a very, very uh, sleep deprived nation. Um, So sleep, stress and stress management, and there's two different things, you know, that's having stress and then being able to buffer that stress are two different things. Um, Nutrition. So what you're putting in your mouth, um, your gut health, because um, that's very primary to our immune system is, is our whole um, microbiome and uh, our environment in terms of what we're exposed to toxins uh, chemicals um, you know anything uh, pollution anything that you know could possibly be um, something that our immune system is going to react to and cause problems um, so and we know that um, you know we can't we can't do a lot. Uh, Right, to change, you know, trajectory of the world, you can get involved, but in terms of your personal environment, you can control quite a bit of that.
0: And I imagine I think I feel like one of the things that is so hard on us as as human beings today is that we feel so overwhelmed and we see problems in every corner of the world, right on our phones. We're like, oh my gosh, it's despair. Mm -hmm. What am I gonna do? And there's nothing I can do about that, but I can get more control of what I am doing in these four different areas. And if I do that, if I just focus on that, that will help me to be stronger. And then I can go out and maybe save the world.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important for people to understand that, you know, there's only so much that you can control in your life. Um, And sometimes when we think we can control other things, it actually makes us miserable and very overwhelmed and upset. Um, and so really just, you know, maybe make a list of three to four things that you want to work on. That's it. Um, you know, I am a big fan of, you know, sort of building on habits, those atomic habits, um, you know, start small because that gives you momentum. And it also makes you feel really good about yourself that you've made small incremental changes. And those small incremental changes actually really start to build up and, um, Really can make a big change in how you feel on a day-to-day basis, but also in your future health.
0: Yeah, I think that that's really well said. So, when somebody picks up the Immunotype Breakthrough, how is it? How is the book structured? What 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 should they expect?
1: So, you know, it's structured in you know, I give pretty much an introduction of you know, sort of why we're here, like what, <laughs> how did we end up with our immune systems the way they are? Um, because you know, a lot of what's going on with our chronic disease problems are due to you know, sort of how we've been living and how we pivoted from, you know, uh, a history in the past of, of dying from infectious disease. And, and I'll say, like, we're going to just remove COVID, obviously, from the situation, because, you know, that's an infectious disease. But, you know, 100 years ago, we all died from TB, pneumonia, dysentery, etc. Um, but in the past few decades, it's totally different. I mean, we don't, you know, we, we die of things like cancer and, you know, uh, heart disease and Alzheimer's and things like that. So, you know, how did that happen? And what does the immune system have to do with that? And sort of give a little primer on the immune system so that people understand, like, oh, what's actually going on in my, in my body? And then really talk through those, you know, five pillars and the, you know, give a lot of information as to not only the proof of that, yes, this is true, but also things that everybody can do. And talk a little bit about the four immunotypes, which are um, uh, something I created to sort of help people figure out where they are on a spectrum and then delve into sort of the steps people can take from there.
0: I love it. I can't imagine it was easy to take (laughs) your immense amount of breadth of knowledge and then distill it into a book that's actually consumable by a regular person like me.
1: Yeah. And I mean, my point was not to create a textbook and, you know, and I will say that, you know, I'm a clinician by training. And of course I have Uh, you know, fellowship training and all of this and and pretty extensive training. But I'm not a I'm not a research immunologist. I'm not a Ph.D. I don't spend my day in the lab. And so there's there's many people out there that know way more about the immune system than I do. But, you know, this is a different kind of application. And, um, you know, my whole my want was to sort of demystify for people like, what's going on with my immune system? Because especially with when COVID started, which is about when I started writing the book, you know, I mean, people were like, what's my immune system? What does it do? You know, (laughs) and people just felt really unmoored. Like, is, you know, like I have no control. Like I'm a sitting duck. And I wanted to tell people that's not true.
0: I love it. I think that that's awesome. Well, Heather, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: (laughs) Well, I would say, you know, we sort of already talked about this, but you know, my my big push, and this is what I use with all my patients, and um, you know, when I do my education online, et cetera, is, you know, you are not a sitting duck. You actually can control the trajectory of how your health turns out, and specifically, you can change how your immune system works on a daily basis. Which, how our immune system works, regulates sort of almost all disease processes, like anything that involves inflammation, which is behind almost everything. So I would say that really try to put people, try to put yourself in a headspace of, I, I do have control, I, I can change the outcome. And it's not only important to sort of get information from good sources, but to then make goals that are attainable, and small and build on each other because that is the only way you start to see change.
0: Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on.
1: <laughs> I,
0: that, perfect. I love it. Well, Heather, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and how can they where where can they pick up a copy of the Immunotype Breakthrough?
1: So, the Immunotype Breakthrough is is available everywhere. You can get it on Amazon, you can get it you know, you can request it from your local bookstore, Barnes and Noble, whatever, you know outlet that you prefer um, and to find me um, i can be found mostly when i post on social media is on instagram uh, so i am at the immunity md um, and then also you can go to my website which is just www.modaycenter.com and there you can find out about uh, any services that we provide and whether you'd be a candidate for working with us depending on where you live uh, in the United States. And uh, we also have a lot of other information there too.
0: Awesome. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Heather your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to modaycenter.com, M-O-D-A-Y center.com. Find Dr. Heather on Instagram at the immunity MD, and pick up a copy of the Immunotype Breakthrough, wherever you buy, find books. Thanks again, Heather.
1: Thank you so much, George. This was really fun.
0: (laughs) And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.